Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Real presence, that's what we are all about here. And we're right outside the sanctuary where the real presence is being kept here at St. John Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Beeren. This is Real Presence Live, coming to you from Fairmont, Minnesota, the site of the Unbound Conference. We're going to be conferencing real soon, aren't we, Father? Absolutely, and what a beautiful day for us to be here inside and enjoying all the fruits of what the Holy Spirit has in store for us. Yes, absolutely. And uh, let's begin the program with a prayer, shall we? As we always do, let us remember, brothers and sisters, that we are indeed in the holy presence of God, and wherever you are, let us just stop for a few moments for prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us to inflame our hearts, not only for those of us that will be speaking and those involved in our programming, but all of the listeners, that our hearts are open to your prompting. And that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the only presence that we have, and that Mary's mantle of grace may always be a protection over each and every one of us. Bless this time. May it be fruitful to your holy will as we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Again, you're listening to Real Presence Live, coming to you live from Fairmont, Minnesota, the site of the Unbound Conference here at St. John Vianney Parish. I'm Matt Wilkham. He's Father Tim Beeren. And uh, Father, what's what's been going on with you lately? Well, lately, you know, just really getting into the new school year. My parishes, we have the public school system, but we're phenomenally blessed with a lot of young Catholic families. And so just getting faith formation off to a great start in both of my parishes, uh, a phenomenal gift for us to have a, a lot of children in the program, a lot of young adults. So it's a, it's a great gift. But I'm also excited to be here as well because I have parishioners that are here for the Unbound Conference. Some of them did come last night um, and again today and others will arrive tomorrow. All the way from St. Charles. We are blessed. Absolutely. We have um, an actual bilingual contingent. Wow. So very, very pleased to see how the Lord is at work. Excellent. How about you, Matt? What's going on these days in your life? Well, I've, I've, I've been actually playing a little music. I wanted to uh, catch up on your on your musical adventures as well and ask oh. if you've been playing any music lately because I, I actually got up uh, on stage at a place in Kellogg recently, and they had open mic night. And oh, so that's I, wonderful. I played a song. I was very nervous, but I, I got it done. And uh, I like I like some you know little Gordon Lightfoot, little Irish pub songs. But I'm, 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 my plan is to try to work in a little bit of like Matt Marr in the middle of those <laughs> oh, here and awesome. there. Awesome. He's a phenomenal musician and and writer. I uh, most recently was was playing and singing um, prayerfully for a, an audience that many of them sadly fell asleep. What? It was a nursing home, and it was right oh, in the afternoon, oh, okay. right after lunch, right. And, and even I almost fell asleep as All well. All the blood goes down to the stomach. Such a relaxing day, so yeah, God is good. That's, that's understandable. Well, bless you. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited about today, though. We have a phenomenal show. We have a, a phenomenal lineup of speakers and in-studio uh, guests. Uh, yeah. It's kind of exciting. And, and Matt, it's great to be with you again. It's been a bit since we've been on the air together. So Real, um, Real Presence Live is indeed um, such a gift. So Yeah. Um, Let's uh, go to our producer, Eli, for a quick rundown of today's Real Presence Live. Perfect. All righty. Thanks, t- uh, Matt. Here's what's coming up on uh, today's show. Wouldn't it be great to tackle and empty ourselves of the power that the enemy has over us? Well, Father Boniface Hicks will share how this can be done as he talks about applying the power of the gospel to your life to find greater freedom from Satan's traps. Then, he raises sheep and just won first place at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, and he's also a Catholic priest in the Diocese of Duluth. If we have your attention now, you won't want to miss Father Tom Foster's unique story. And did you know it's a beautiful time to be a priest? Rather than focusing on the ne- on the negative news, Father Grant Lacey of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will talk about the many blessings of the priesthood and why now is such a beautiful time to discern it. All that and so much more coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Matt? Thank you, Eli. That's a fantastic show. Coming to you live from Fairmont, Minnesota, St. John Vianney Church. And I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. And we are, it's a Friday also. It's another reason to celebrate the Lord's goodness, helping us get through the work week. Celebrating the saint also, St. Vincent de Paul. That's right. A beautiful saint for our church as well. We're certainly blessed in many different ways. And and we're also blessed to have our first uh, in-studio guest arrive here with us this morning. So, Matt, we should welcome him. And we, of course, welcome Father Boniface Hicks, who is joining us. He is very instrumental in his ministry and how God is using him in many different ways. And so we are so grateful, Father, that you are on the air with us this morning. Welcome. And can you, first of all, tell us just a little bit about yourself? Thanks so much, Father Tim and Matt. Great to be with you. Uh, my name is Father Boniface. I am a Benedictine priest from St. Vincent Arch Abbey, and that is St. Vincent de Paul. So today is our, our patronal feast day. Oh, happy feast day. Thank you. We're the, uh, the first and uh, largest Benedictine monastery in the United States. And I'm grateful to, because of that, to be able to be involved in a number of ministries, including the Unbound Ministry. I'm the spiritual director at our seminary, and I do work with Catholic radio and uh, retreats and spiritual direction, a variety of things. But a very uh, center part of that, an important part of that ministry is also being involved in Unbound. How did you get called to come here? Uh, Meaning that originally this conference was going to be held earlier, and obviously we know the Holy Spirit is always at work. I don't think earlier you were going to be able to be here, but when, of course, God provided this new date and new venue, it opened up an opportunity. So how did that all play out for you? Uh, Well, I... I've been uh, gotten to know Neil Lozano a number of years ago, who is the author of Unbound, and just had a chance to do a conference with his son, Matt Lozano, uh, in August, and have just gotten uh, more involved in the ministry and uh, have been grateful for the opportunity to be able to participate up close and, and personally. I learned so much from Neil and Matt. I I've written books, I've uh, taught lots of classes on the spiritual life, I do a lot of things with prayer, and yet being with, with Neil and then sort of the overflow of his ministry into his family and to be exposed to their teaching is, has just been tremendously formative for me and has really filled in a lot of pieces for me. So very grateful to participate in that. And I think it was actually the, the absence of Neil's wife. She re- recently had some, uh, some surgery and wasn't really able to travel. And so the shifting of dates 
also kind of conflicted with her uh, schedule, and then there was an opening, and Neil asked if I'd be willing to participate, which I am. We are so grateful that you are here. I know that Susan Winley Doust of the Evangelization Office of the Diocese of Winona Rochester, who has been on the air with us in the past at Real Presence Live, of course, uh, is very excited uh, to have you here as well. So again, we're grateful that not only are you here at the Unbound Conference, but as well as on the air with us at Real Presence Live. So thank you, Father Boniface. One of the questions, I'm just going to kind of hit right into it right away. And, and one of the things that we are here for is to acknowledge a lot of uh, the, the reality that a lot of people do not want to admit, but the devil is real. Can you you explain a little bit about with your experience how you're going to be able to allow us to see that we can actually tackle Satan and the evil? Well, Father Tim, I'd like to approach that from a, something that we're all very familiar with, which is baptism. In baptism, as you know very well, being a priest who celebrates baptisms, there's an exorcism involved. We don't draw a lot of attention to that, but it's a reality because baptism is deliverance. It's deliverance from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the beloved son. We're being delivered from something for something, for someone. And the same deliverance that happens in baptism in a sacramental way is something that we need to be able to apply to our own lives. And Part of the challenge is that, as we know, we have a lot of sacramentalized Catholics who have not really applied the grace of baptism to their own lives. And as far as we don't do that, and as far as we live in this world and also develop a number of different wounds from different experiences, it gives the enemy a, a lot of opportunity to press on those wounds and to control us in different ways through, through different passions and through different lies that can really hold us bound. And so in a, a broader way, Unbound is, a, is part of the ministry of evangelization. It's really taking people pr through experientially, personally, what the grace of baptism is taking us through sacramentally and helping to see how to apply the truth of God's love to the lies that uh, ultimately gather up in our lives. Our, our world tells us, you are good if you own this car, if you have this house, if you have this job, if you make this much money, if you have this number of friends on Facebook. Our world is lying to us all the time about our identity and about our destiny. And to confront those lies with the truth of God's love is really to lead people into a fuller freedom in Christ. And so, on the one hand, we want to talk about the reality of the enemy because he does get into all of those lies. He's the one that promotes a lot of that distortion in culture, and he applies it to us personally. That's that voice in the back of our heads. Sometimes it was spoken by a, a father in a bad moment, and then the enemy repeats it to us a thousand times. You're good for nothing. You'll never amount to anything. You're a, a, a terrible person. And we hear those things and it leaves a deep impression. The enemy just bangs on that over and over again. And to be able to see that, to recognize the bondage, and then to be able to apply the power of the gospel. That's really where Unbound, through a ministry of five keys, is directing the power of the gospel personally into our lives. Yeah, the bad spirit will uh, kind of circle our souls as, as a castle. We're looking for that weakness. And when he finds it, he'll just keep pounding it and pounding it until... He can't get in there anymore, and then he'll try a different angle. But un until we break free from that particular sin or habit or way of thinking, he'll just keep coming at it. He'll just keep doing it, that, that bad spirit. And so, um, you know, I was just thinking, you know, what you're talking about with the culture. Uh, as I get older and older uh, and hopefully 
deeper into prayer myself, I realize more and more uh, how our culture really is a paper tiger. But the only thing I realize along with that that can save us from the expectations of this culture is the gospel of Jesus Christ and not merely being Amen. sacramentalized, but truly being set free by his grace and his love. Mm-hmm. And the Unbound Conference has a subtitle, uh, Unbound Freedom in Christ Conference. And it's really taking hold of that freedom, which is rightly belongs to us. It's our inheritance as baptized children of God, but to really recover our identity as children of God and to recover our destiny, which is to be saints. And that's the content of the Father's blessing, which is the fifth key of Unbound identity and destiny. And the first four keys of Unbound are really oriented around removing the barriers. When we hear, you are my beloved son from the Father, what are the blocks that come up in our hearts that keep us, keep us from believing that? And those are the kinds of things that are confronted in those keys of Unbound so we can hear that message of the gospel again. Absolutely. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're talking with Father Boniface Hicks about the upcoming Unbound Conference happening this weekend here in Fairmont. We're broadcasting live from the conference location at St. John Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota. And Father Hicks, when I think of the word unbound, I immediately go back to that passage in John chapter 10 where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. And we talked about baptism being an exorcism. And I kind of feel like, in a, in a way, uh, the raising of Lazarus is, is like is like baptism, but, but then Lazarus, he, he comes out and he's still bound by all of these, these uh, cloths, these burial cloths. And Jesus says, adamantly, I would imagine, unbind him, unbind him, because he still couldn't move, even though he was raised from the dead, like, like what we are in baptism. Is there, is there a, am I on the right track there, Father? Is there, is there a parallel there? Well, you're certainly making an important point that just because we have uh, received the sacraments of initiation on the one hand doesn't mean that we still don't need to apply in a particular way, in a unique way to our own lives, the, the power of the gospel to embrace that freedom that we're called to. It's also true that as we go through life, we, we get tangled up in the spider webs of uh, relationships and uh, the, the sort of lies and wounds and traumas and difficulties that we have. And so Unbound is not only a kind of one-time thing, but is really something that we carry in our ongoing experience of the spiritual life. Absolutely. I'm grateful that you said that because the reality is is that uh, those wounds sometimes, even though uh, our listeners uh, may think they've been healed, sometimes there is that, again, that little negativity or that lie that prompts something to uh, allow that scar to be reopened. And so that ongoing healing, it's not a once and for all and you're done, but there's that constant reminder to be involved in the sacramental life of the church. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that you started with baptism because sometimes we can take that for granted, and I hate to say it that way, as a diocese and priest when I'm uh, with a new family for the very first time. This is their first child and, and they're bringing that child to be baptized. Well, I'm grateful for that. But in the midst of all of that, even with the prayer of exorcism that is so important, uh, they don't always understand what they are agreeing to. And so mm. it has to be an ongoing education and then re-inviting uh, them to uh, to that relationship with Jesus. So so those wounds, those core wounds that sometimes began with a lie as, as young as whoever, you know, they could have been told that you were fat or you're ugly or whatever it may have been and they they latched onto that and they need that tremendous healing 
That's right. And I, I like to start with baptism because on the one hand, it's so ordinary. Most people we know have been baptized. And on the other hand, it's so extraordinary. It's delivering us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of the beloved son. And so it's easy to fall into the taking it for granted because it's so ordinary side and really miss how extraordinary it is. And in a very simple way, that's what Unbound is helping us to do is to raise up the extraordinary grace of baptism and really take hold of that in our lives. Absolutely. One of the blessings that a lot of priests, I think, try to do is to be able to have that sacrament celebrated in the context of Mass. So the rest of us, as we renew our baptismal promises and that commitment that we have, can witness in those that are being baptized the own witness that, that the Lord is doing within our own hearts as well. It's a great gift. Uh, Father Hicks, we just have about a minute left. Uh, would you, uh, Father Boniface, uh, tell us what you'll be speaking about at the Unbound Conference uh, this weekend here in Fairmont? Well, the five keys of Unbound, first of all, repentance and faith is one key. The second key is forgiveness. The third is renunciation. The fourth is authority. And the fifth is the Father's blessing. And that really provides the structure for the conference. Uh, Neil will be talking about the first key. I'll be talking about the second one. And he'll talk about the third and the fourth. And then I'll bring us into the time of prayer ministry and be helping with the prayer ministry here. And if anybody still uh, wants to come to the conference, uh, can they just show up at St. John Vianney Church here in Fairmont? Absolutely. They can take registrations at the door. And the conference starts at uh, 7 p.m. tonight, I believe. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much, Father Boniface Hicks. He's going to be speaking at the Unbound Conference here in Fairmont this weekend. Thank you so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. Coming up next, we invite you to pray with us for intentions submitted during Prayerfully Yours. And later, call in with questions or comments you may have on the Catholic faith or the world around us during Straight Talk. We're coming to you live from St. John Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota, the site of the Unbound Conference. Uh, this is Father Tim Beeren. I'm Matt Wilcom. You're tuned in to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. So my job, not only do I get to work uh, with the young people, but also communicating to the faithful of this diocese. I work with the media. We work with our social media. We've got a good team here uh, that tries to reach out to, to bring the gospel. But with all of that, it's really been on our hearts to find ways to bring the gospel in new and fresh ways. And uh, when Real Presence Radio came to us in the Diocese of Winona and said, hey, we, we want this partnership. We want you to be a part of this family. I was very excited about that because the opportunity for people to, to listen in, not just in, in these little moments, but like a, a real connection to formation, to that accompaniment, that's what this, this offers, a new way to communicate with our people, to bring the gospel, just those moments to feel the grace and the love of, of Jesus Christ and to be encouraged. So this is a great opportunity for our diocese uh, to really proclaim the gospel, uh, to bring Jesus Christ to all those that we serve. Hey everybody, Steve Swanskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio. Thank you so much for calling in to our fall live drive last week to let you know we are really here to support you and we thank you for your support. Thank you for letting us serve you. If you didn't get a chance to call in during our live drive, you can still call at 877-795-0122. We did end up a little short of our goal, so thank you for your help and help us keep reaching souls by calling 877-795-0122 or go online and give at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Thank you and God bless you. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. It's time for our Prayerfully Yours segment. Almost every day we receive prayer requests asking for prayers for those closest to us. We hold these needs close in prayer at RPR. We're going to share a few of these prayer requests now, and we invite all of you who are listening to join in a prayer in a prayer specifically for the intentions. Here are our intentions for today. As we offer up these prayers, let us again remember that we are in the holy presence of God. For John, that his back problems may be healed without surgery. Jesus, the divine physician and healer, we ask that you surround John and all of those that are ministering to him in his care. For Allie, who has been struggling with cancer, we also pray for Allie's entire family, that through this struggle they may see the grace of you working within her and their hearts as she is united with the passion of Jesus Christ, who is powerful and who is all healing. Please pray for Karen's brother-in-law who is fighting cancer. Not only that, the family is struggling financially. May God's providential care be with Karen's brother-in-law and for the entire family. For Yvonne's grandson, may he change his life for the better. Not only for her grandson, but for all grandchildren out there that are struggling with anything that they may be able to see the mercy, the love, and the light of Jesus Christ in the darkness of their lives. Please send your Holy Spirit upon the presenters at the Unbound Conference today at St. John Vianney in Fairmont, in particular for Neil and Father Boniface. May the Holy Spirit inflame their hearts and protect them from all that is evil. We offer up these prayers and all prayers, those within our silent hearts, those that are known only to you, our Heavenly Father. God, our Heavenly Father, hear them and grant them in your name, Jesus Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Tim. And thanks for taking the time to pray with us for these RPR family members and their needs. If you have a specific intention you'd like prayed for, please visit our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com. Again, that's yourcatholicradiostation.com, and submit it under Prayer Requests at the top of the page. You can also submit an intention on our app. Simply click on Prayer Requests on the main screen. Hey everybody, Steve Swanskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio. Thank you so much for calling in to our Fall Live Drive last week to let you know 
We are really here to support you, and we thank you for your support. Thank you for letting us serve you. If you didn't get a chance to call in during our live drive, you can still call at 877-795-0122. We did end up a little short of our goal, so thank you for your help, and help us keep reaching souls by calling 877-795-0122 or go online and give at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Thank you, and God bless you. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. It's about 24 minutes past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Father Tim Buren, who is pastor in the same diocese. Your pastor, Father, at, it's St. Charles and then also Eota. Eota. We have a, a mission in Elba as well, but the main parishes are in Eota and St. Charles, St. Charles Borromeo and Holy Redeemer. Yes. And uh, I, I keep up, I have to say, with your social media presence. Well, it's quite prominent. I, I love it. Appreciate that. It is a, another way to evangelize. You know, I tr- do try to put something on that's uh, inspiring in some particular way. It's something that comes through through prayer for me, and and again, it's something that I also need to hear as well. So it's not just uh, not just sharing uh, some perhaps some wisdom for others, but it's something that I need to acknowledge for my own self and within my own heart. Well, uh, I, I appreciate your participation also in, in our social media endeavors, uh, namely, uh, sp- uh, especially. Uh, our Friday Facebook fun. Oh, that's, yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I won a uh, prize a, recently. a winner. I was, and I added it to my collection. I actually, the fun part is the book that I won was Forming Intentional Disciples, a phenomenal book. We're actually using that as a book study uh, in my pastoral council, and I find it to be uh, quite useful, but also it was quite a joy when I went to pick up one more copy, you know, because we can always use another <laughs> that's one. That's right. So. Parishes can never have too many copies of that book. Definitely not. And uh, we are just coming up on Straight Talk here in another couple of minutes, but uh, wanted to touch upon uh, just uh, you know, what, what things are, what, what, what's happening in, in the church these days, uh, lo- locally and then also on the universal level. We have uh, some different things in Minnesota going on. We have plans for a synod in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis that they're planning for. And I think that's going to be a really great thing for the the whole church in Minnesota and, and just regionally as well for everyone in the RPR network. And uh, it will be uh, an opportunity for people to really listen. I think that's that seems to be what the focus is 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 going to be is is just listening to each other and listening to the Holy Spirit as well. Archbishop Hebda, along with those that he is working closely with, have it a phenomenal vision. And in that vision, as it continues to unpack, uh, we can see the Holy Spirit is really prompting this opportunity because 
uh, a lot of people that are in the pews, I think, feel that they have no voice. And it is important uh, for us to understand that the archbishop is listening and that he does want to respond to their concerns, to their questions, because uh, despite what secular media is sharing, our faith is expanding, our church is growing, and we uh, need to be aware of these blessings, these graces, yes, to be challenged, but also to be able to grow in faith on that journey. So um, just such a blessing. And interestingly enough, uh, we have a new person to intercede for that upcoming program in the Archdiocese as Archbishop Emeritus uh, Harry Flynn has entered eternal life. Indeed. And so, of course, we've been praying for the repose of his soul and also for all of those that are mourning his loss, but also celebrating his new life in Christ. I remember when we were living in Twin Cities, my wife and I would go to the cathedral that was our parish and uh, he would preach now and then. Uh, and we would try to make it to the, some of the major liturgical events, ordinations, whatnot, Easter vigil, that kind of thing. And he was always, always there, almost always. And I don't know if anyone else remembers this. I mean, I'm sure they do, but his catchphrase, his pr- the prayer of his life, he said, was, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come. So beautiful. Right? Absolutely beautiful. And even though it seemingly is simplistic, it's so profound because that is the invitation that prayerfully all of us would like to have and to emulate the reality that we would like the Lord to be really uh, close within our own hearts and to walk with him on that journey. And certainly Archbishop Flynn has walked and accompanied so many along his journey, whether as a priest of Jesus Christ, a later a bishop, and of course, the Emeritus Archbishop of the Archdiocese of Minneapolis, St. Paul. So prayers to all of his beloved uh, priests and, and staff members of the Archdiocese and also to his family and friends. You are listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're live from St. John Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota, near the Iowa border, I, uh, th- I believe. Near the Iowa border, you you get close to this area, you see the mixture of the Minnesota license plates and the Iowa license plates. And you start to see the the, the signs for Okaboji, is that right? Well, we do actually, and in fact, um, I think they can almost pick us up in Okaboji, you know. All right. So, yeah. Excellent. We uh, are here for the Unbound Conference. Happening, it's going to be starting tonight at 7 p.m. If you want Freedom in Christ... If you're in the area, in southern Minnesota, in the central part of the southern region, uh, if you're in the Albert Lee area, Austin, even Rochester, uh, I'm thinking of St. James, Worthington, Mankato, it's not too far to drive and it's well worth your time. Absolutely. Please come tonight. That's the sound of... Straight Talk, our Straight Talk segment here on Real Presence Live, where you have the opportunity to call in and ask our priest, who happens today to be Father Tim Buren, pastor of St. Charles Parish in St. Charles, Minnesota, anything that's on your mind regarding the faith, something that might be of concern to you happening in the world, that's all fair game as well, but especially those things regarding the Catholic faith, anything that, any question you might have Uh, something that you would like explained, please give us a call right now at 1-877-795-0122. Again, that number, 877-795-0122. Father Tim Buren is here for you. 
We're also on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Real Presence Live. You can also send us your message, and uh, we will make sure that we respond to it on the air here with uh, Real Presence Live and Straight Talk. Uh, again, the number is 877-795-0122. I'm Father Tim Bierne, along with Matt Wilkham of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Straight Talk. And, uh, Father, we really want to emphasize that anyone is welcome to call us, not just for Catholics. Uh, if, if you're, especially if you're a non-Catholic, if you have a question about the faith, we especially want to hear from you. Uh, we know that people have questions about uh, virtually any aspect of the Catholic faith. Uh, we, we have many programs on the RPR network dealing with this. I'm thinking of Dr. David Anders, who you can hear at 1 p.m. on the RPR network, also Catholic Answers at, I believe, 5 p.m. And the reason that those programs are so successful is that we know they know that people have questions and people call in all the time. They, they email. If you don't feel comfortable calling in, just jump, jump on our Facebook page and type out your question. And Father, Father Tim will be more than happy to answer it in that fashion as well. One of the things that I appreciate is that whenever I'm in the car driving in between places, I have our local Catholic radio station set to my number one dial, and uh, I find it very exhilarating to hear the different uh, programs that are indeed uh, found on our Catholic radio station. And this one, however, is a little more personal. I really enjoy actually listening and catching up with my brother priests from all over the region uh, that host uh, this uh, this time. Uh, you know, all of us, we can get put on the spot, of course, Matt, and, and when we get put on the spot, the Holy Spirit is always at work, and whether or not we know the answer to the question, we will do our best to find the answer, and we're all on that journey to the God we seek face-to-face, -face. and each of those moments of the journey has transformation all around it, and so as Father Boniface had told us earlier in the program, you know, it all started at our baptism. It did, it did, uh, and we have to remember the grace of our baptism. We have to recall that constantly. I always encourage people, whenever possible, to celebrate your baptismal day in addition to your birthday. What a beautiful way to live out that faith uh, for each of us. So again, please call us, 877-795-0122. The number is 877-795-0122. If you don't want to be on the air, that's okay. You won't immediately get us. You'll get our uh, station manager who will uh, be able to field that call. So if you even want to just let them know what your question is, we would be happy to pass that on. But we would love to have you on the air, or you can, again, Facebook message us the number 877-795-0122. And Father, we're coming up on a very special month uh, in the liturgical year, and that is the month of October, and a month dedicated to the Holy Rosary and Our Lady, honoring her. And a lot of people do have questions, I know this, about uh, a relationship with Mary. What, what is the status of my relationship with Mary? Should I have a relationship with Mary? Is it even relevant? Does Jesus even care? Uh, these are the types of questions I think that a lot of people have. They are, and for every person, it's going to be a little bit different. And how they approach their relationship with Mary, of course, is different as well. And I like to, again, go back to the very beginning. And I appreciate so much that my mom and dad have given me the gift of life. And they nurtured uh, within the womb uh, that wonderful gift that was being formed. And 
once I was born, I was brought into a very welcoming, loving family. And of course, I love my mom and dad dearly. But there was always this sense that there was another mother in the picture. You know, when we from an early age would take time to pray, uh, we would take time to pray every single day uh, as a family. And one of the first difficult prayers that I learned was the memory of St. Bernard, you know. So um, really, Mary has been a part of our journey. And as I meet different parishioners, of course, they have those questions. You know, what does it mean to have that relationship with Mary? And and again, I would just say just to explore it, uh, just to be open to it, because uh, Mary is certainly a phenomenal example of motherhood. Um, sometimes we don't always have the best experience, so our Blessed Mother can be that witness uh, here on earth as we are on that journey to eventual uh, new life in Christ. Absolutely. I always, like, I always like to point out that you can never love Mary too much because you can never love her more than Jesus did. Absolutely. And, you know, her role as mother is so beautiful as well because there is no coincidence that we are also acknowledging that this is an important time to be even more mindful. We we must be mindful every single day, but we give more of a highlight to the understanding that motherhood is, is a beautiful gift and we want to be able to help mothers, especially those that have found themselves to be unexpectedly pregnant. We want to reach out to those moms and dads and encourage them and help them. Um, so October, October is also Respect Life Month as well. So they go hand in hand, really, and it's a beautiful gift to see. Again, motherhood is not always easy, listeners. We know that you struggle from time to time. We know that, that there are those challenges that come. Uh, and yet, our Blessed Mother is always there as a protection and an encouragement to you and to yours. Yeah, it was something that I, I recently uh, I found out, uh, at least there's a tradition, that Mary, she went to, with, with St. John, the, the evangelist, the apostle, to visit Lazarus on the island of Cyprus because he, there's a tradition that he was the first bishop of Cyprus. And then from there, they tried to go back home to the Holy Land, got blown off course, and that's how they ended up in Ephesus. And Ephesus is, some, is a place that I, I really want to visit because it's, it's the house of Mary. Tradition says it's that, that's where... The Apostle St. John took care of her, and as Jesus said, here is your mother, and mother, here is your son. And to take Mary into our own home, spiritually, uh, I think that is what Jesus ultimately meant for each and every one of us, not just for St. John, but to take her into our heart, because she was the perfect disciple. She had this perfect love to be able to welcome God into her and to have a relationship with her means that you're in good company and that you are on the way, at least, to welcoming Jesus into your own heart as well. Absolutely. Such a great gift. Matt, we are here, Straight Talk, with myself, Father Tim Beeren, and Matt Wilcom on Real Presence Live. So we'd like to have you call in with your questions that you may have. And again, you can Facebook message us it's 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 
too, too. Uh, you know, I have not been to the Holy Land myself. I have not been to Greece and some of these holy sites. I recently read about the Holy Sepulchre of Mary. So think about that for a moment, the Holy Sepulchre of Mary. You go there to this church and you're entering into this very special holy place and you go to the altar where typically there are, you know, in, in churches in very holy places, there would be relics. There might even be the entire uh, uh, incorrupt body of a saint, but there is nothing there. There's no bones. There is obviously nothing there because she was assumed uh, into heaven. And so I think that's just, again, a beautiful witness. And let's think about this. You know, uh, if if Mary wasn't assumed, wouldn't pilgrims want to just flock to where her quote-unquote bones were if it wasn't true? I mean, we would not be able to hold back something if this was not truth. And because this is truth, this is exactly why we have this opportunity to see that that the Blessed Mother is with all of us at all times, uh, all over the world, and especially to those that are listening right now, to hear that, that understanding, that wisdom, that grace of our Blessed Mother to be able to be involved in each person's life. Absolutely. It's 38 minutes past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren. It's straight talk. If you have a question about the Catholic faith, if you're wondering about something, you got a, you've got something just burning on your heart that you need to talk to a priest about, and you uh, would like to talk with Father Father Tim, please give us a call. What's that number again? 877-795-0122. I'll say it again. 877-795-0122. And also on Facebook. We, uh, you can jump on our RPR Facebook page, throw up a question there. And Father Tim would be more than happy to answer it. Matt, the beauty of radio is that people cannot see us. And if you would be able to see me right now, I'm a little anxious. And primarily the reason I'm a little anxious is because my own mom is always saying, I'm going to call in with a question, and it's going to be a very difficult question. Well, so far, <laughs> she has not called in. Um, thank you, Mom, um, if you're listening. <laughs> and uh, just uh, keep it to yourself for right now. I, I promise keep I respond to, to yourself, this. Mama. I'm only kidding, Mom. I love you. <laughs> well, we did have our first question question come in and this is from bob from fargo um he's on the phone i believe um why old testament people like abraham and elijah are not referred to as saints bob are you there yeah that was, that's my question yes i am hi father hi would you just again rephrase uh, how you would like me to respond to that question please bob yeah just uh, you know i wonder why we don't refer to like abraham or um isaac or daniel as saints, um, you know what's what's our our. It's why do we why refer why do we refer to the saints? You know from you know Pentecost on, you know as saints. But when we speak about the um, folks from the Old Testament, like absolutely, you know, as, we know absolutely the examples and in heaven, yeah. Thank you, Bob. Those are great examples, too, of those early, uh, very historical people, but also very religious people that, of course, have, uh, you know, the concept that why weren't they named saints and why aren't they considered saintly people? Um, ever since the fall of Adam and Eve and the sin that occurred at the very beginning and God had to punish them and they had to leave the garden, ever since then, our Heavenly Father has been trying to receive us back into his, into his grace. And so characters like Abraham and Isaac and you know um you know uh, Sarah and uh, and Elijah these are all very very holy people uh, 
God's chosen people, in fact, uh, that have been trying to reach out uh, to others to, to bring them back into the fold. So we cannot discount the reality that they were tireless in their efforts uh, to do this. However, we still at the same time have to remember that they themselves weren't alive when Jesus Christ came. And that's part of the sacrifice, that Jesus then comes and he establishes the kingdom. He acknowledges that this is why he has come. And, uh, you know, granted, we only have three years of that public ministry of the Lord, but that is uh, the 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 tipping point there that uh, prior to uh, his coming and and after he had been involved in his public ministry, do we see now saints entering into the church? Because let's be blunt, Bob, that, you know, once Jesus died and once he rose and then ascended to the Father, any of these that are now saints, especially the early saints that were martyrs, they could have said, well, Jesus was this, was this person that was made up, or Jesus wasn't real, or he really wasn't the Son of God. And yet these saints, they stood their ground. They were willing to die for their faith because they truly, truly believed in Jesus Christ. Whereas in the Old Testament, they were still patiently awaiting. They were awaiting the coming of a Savior, of a Messiah, the Chosen One. And even though God has rewarded them for their patience, they are not uh, necessarily uh, acknowledged as canonical saints. Bob, any other follow-up question with that? Yeah, so do we do we believe that, you know, their souls are in heaven? Um, like, let's take Abraham. <laughs> um, one, one of the, do, we, do we believe that he's in heaven with Jesus? And, one um, of the, theolo- yeah, sorry for interrupting, Bob. One of the theological understandings yeah. is that when Jesus descended into hell and then rose again from the dead, he unlocked the gates for those that have the opportunity to share in the salvation and the glory um, in the heavenly kingdom. So uh, we we trust in that. And Matt can add something if he would like. Uh, I've had some experience, Bob, with the Eastern churches and the Eastern Catholic churches. And now and then, in those traditions at least, I have heard some of the Old Testament um, prominent figures in the Old Testament referred to as saints, such as St. David or St. Elias, which is uh, another form of Elijah. Uh, so it's, it isn't, I don't think it's unprecedented in the Catholic Church. It's just not all that common, I think, for the reasons that, yeah. that Father Tim outlined just now. Great. Well, thank you. Bob, we are so grateful for your call today. So thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. Bob, you have a blessed day. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bob. You are listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren. We're live from St. John Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota, the site of the Unbound Conference, beginning tonight at 7. Come on down. There's still room. There's still time to make your plans, and you won't regret it. Um, And also the number to call for this Straight Talk segment to talk with Father Tim about anything regarding the Catholic faith. If you have a question, give us a call at 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. And I believe we have an in-studio guest who has a question here at St. At St. John Vianney Parish, where we're broadcasting live from. And... Uh, we have a go- what, well. First, what's your name? Kathy. Kathy, are you a mm-hmm. parishioner here? I am at St. John Vianney in I Fairmont. Yeah, my whole life. Oh wow, born and raised. Yep. Excellent. And uh, you have a question for Father Tim Buren. I, I do. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Um, my question involves charisms, and when we 
are confirmed, we receive more gifts from the Holy Spirit. And as you grow, a lot of people feel like they don't have gifts to do different things in the church. And I just would like you to talk a little bit about how do we discern our gifts Thank you for that question. It's a great question to have. It's an interesting Holy Spirit-driven question because I have to tell you, earlier this morning on Facebook, I ended up putting something on about how, um, and I'm going to paraphrase what I wrote originally because it's not in front of me, but that uh, a lot of times we compare ourselves to other people. Mm -hmm. And we have a tendency then not to recognize the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are enlivened right. in our own hearts. So we look at, oh, I wish I could sing like that person, or I wish I could pray like that person, or I wish I had the devotion to our Blessed Mother like this person, or I wish I was more attentive in Eucharistic adoration like this person. And when we're constantly looking at other people for their gifts and abilities, we're missing what the what the Holy Spirit is, is doing in our own heart. Okay. And so that charism can come alive when we get uh, away from those distractions and technically those lies. And that's why we're here at the Unbound Conference, because a thief of lives is, is, is at attacking even those that have, of course, uh, been confirmed and have been enlivened by the Holy Spirit. And so we have to get rid of those lies that, well, first of all, I'm not good enough. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. First of all, that, uh, you know, I'm not smart enough. That's a lie. First of all, I'm not pretty enough. That's a lie, you know. And so we have to say enough is enough. And I just think a lot of times people, um, because they have a poor self-image or don't believe in their abilities, that they really don't take time to really pray about, you know, what I can give or what I can do. And I think that... Um, sometimes in the church we're looking for volunteers and we want people to step forward and so um, maybe at the last minute you are put into an area that you really don't have gifts for maybe you weren't successful and so then because it wasn't really quite something you wanted to do or felt you could do you then don't volunteer again and so I just wanted to talk a little bit about how we identify or how when we're praying how do we um, get rid of that negativity and really look at different abilities that we all have been given absolutely yeah. i think we have a yeah. great uh, moment here and this is a watershed moment that we as a modern day disciple of Jesus as we reach out to those people and they mm -hmm. may have had that experience but we can still again recognize in them something and so they need to hear from us because perhaps it is our Heavenly Father that's prompting us to be able to plant that seed or to encourage somebody, somebody. that may feel dejected or feel like I you know this wasn't what I thought it was going to be or this I struggled with this mm -hmm. and really to encourage them and um, even to do a follow-up phone call hey thanks for for helping this morning you know it might have been a little struggle but you know what you did make a difference, mm -hmm. you know, and just to, to bring that encouragement, um, that, that key of hospitality and reaching out to those that we don't know their whole story. We don't know why they are experiencing what they're experiencing. Right. And so we have to, we have to acknowledge mm -hmm. that like Jesus, we want to love them from where they are at, but then reach out to grab them, to get them out mm -hmm. of that, that thought process. Right. I agree. Uh, well, that was my main question. Sure. And I thought, um, I've been trying to encourage people that are my age, that are retired, that we need you. We need everybody in our church and to step forward and to um, just come alive again. It's wonderful. I think one of the so, things that in, it's important to remember when you were talking about charisms is that by, de by definition, a charism is for others. It's not for the, the person right. who, who has it. And so that's one way I think that we, when we think about charisms, that we can sort of kind of get out of outside of ourselves right. and 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 
push away that negativity and to realize, oh, this, this really isn't about me. It's about what God has given me to share. And everyone has these gifts. It's just that we need to step up and, and, and pray, first of all, and discern what they are and recognize this is not for me. And so if something is not working out uh, or if we're getting feedback that doesn't affirm mm -hmm. a particular charism, not to feel bad about it because it's a gift in the end. You know, I mean, if you're doing music ministry and, and people are, are saying, coming up to you and, and saying, thanks, thanks for doing that. Well, that's not, that's not adequate enough. That, that's, that's really not. If, if, if you really have the gift of, of music to share, with, especially within the liturgy, people should be coming up to you on a consistent basis and saying, that was incredible. Right. I can't believe that. You're, you are awesome. So you have to be willing to accept whatever comes your way. Hard. It is hard. <laughs> it is hard. But everyone has certain gifts. It may not be the gifts that we want necessarily, mm -hmm. but everyone has the gifts. For, for example, the gifts of help. You're talking about helping out in the parish. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's a very common gift. Um, other gifts are not so common. And so we have to, I think, be willing to honestly take a look at that and say, maybe I don't have this gift that I that's really true. want. I just want to applaud you for coming in. And you were just yeah. happen to be walking by. You know, of course, there's Unbound that is going to be happening later today. And, and we're right across the parking lot from the Catholic school. I know there's going to be mass later today. There, there's always the, uh, the activities that happen in the life of the parish. But I just want to thank you for uh, having the courage to, oh, to voice you. this. And here's why. There's a lot of listeners that have the same question, the same curiosity that you do. Absolutely. So thank you for that. And, and it's such a blessing. And I want to affirm you and all of the parishioners. When I walked in here this morning, I am immediately felt a sense of welcome. Oh, I knew good. that this was a holy place. And even <laughs> in the gathering space, seeing all the activity, uh, there is a, certainly a spirit here and it's a phenomenal yes. spirit. So sometimes we can get stuck in that rut thinking we're not doing good enough, as I said previously, but I just mm -hmm. want to affirm that you guys are on the right track. Oh, that's and there are great hear. things happening. And throughout the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, uh, these communities here are being spoken about as, hey, check out what they're doing. They're doing something. And the Holy Spirit is mm -hmm. at work. So remember, the evil one is always going to try to discourage us. Yes. Just be encouraged that mm -hmm. as Jesus is at the center of what you do, the Eucharist here is front and center. Jesus is the center of your lives right now. Eucharistic adoration is going on in your Blessed Sacrament Chapel. You guys are on the right path. Good to hear. Thank you, Father. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. stopping by. And, and folks that are listening, please give us a call, uh, 877-795-0122 for Straight Talk. I'm Father Tim Bierne, along with Matt Wilcom. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We uh, had another listener who was uh, had, to, had to call and then run, uh, talking about uh, on, on your Facebook page, Father, this morning, you talked about a, a message of not being good enough or beautiful enough or enough of anything. <clears throat> this listener says, I think it's a message that should be shared on the air. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting because it does go in, uh, according to what um, this person had just shared as she, as she stepped, uh, literally just was walking by and said, I had a question, so, which is beautiful. And again, I think we give into those lies and we can compare ourselves to other people. One of the challenges also, Matt, as you have noticed on social media is people have a tendency, and I, I, please forgive me because everybody has a different reason for doing this, but a lot of times I'm curious on why the 
those selfies are appearing on Facebook? You know, are they, uh, you know, are they, uh, you know, trying to portray something? Um, is there some interior um, uh, disconnect? Is there a wound? Um, you know, what what is there now? Now, granted, I took a selfie uh, the other day. You know, am I not listening to what I'm saying? I was at uh, an ecumenical opportunity to go to a local United Methodist church supper. You got to go to those church suppers at the <laughs> different churches because they are good. And I yes, happened to be the first in line, so I quoted the last shall be first, the first shall be last, and, and um, you know, put a selfie together. But I wanted to do it quickly without anybody really acknowledging it. But again, it wasn't about me, but it was about, again, the, that concept. So I just think that's a challenge, Matt. Yeah, when I, whenever I do a selfie and I post it on Facebook, I, I try to be a bit self-deprecating oh, and, and funny. Yeah, um, I think absolutely. people appreciate that. And it, it makes it more fun for me because I know it's not all about me. Hopefully and that, that picture that I took was one of the only pictures. It was, it was the only picture. And, and I think I've read statistically that we take upward of 10 pictures before we post the one that we like. You know, the good old days when we had the, no uh, uh, ability to be able to, you know, to choose which picture we wanted, you know, those good old days. But then those good old days didn't have the technology that we have today. So I know. Yeah. So again, 877 is the number 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. You're listening to Straight Talk. I'm Father Tim Buren, along with Matt Wilcom of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, on location at St. John Vianney in Fairmont, Minnesota, just near the Iowa border. Yeah, and we were, were just talking about different charisms. Uh, was the last question that we had from uh, a, a woman who, who stopped by here, and uh, we just wanted to... Let people know that you, you everyone has charisms, and you just have to discern them. And I think in, in my in my experience, Father, um, there's a certain program that's been really helpful, and that being the Called and Gifted Seminar, and that's held all over the country. And you can find one very easily in your own area. It's called Called and Gifted, and they will help you discern your charisms. Mm, beautiful. If you, if you have a question, and that, that's where I got all this, was from a Called and, a call and Gifted Seminar. <laughs> it's the only reason I know anything about charisms. You know, it's beautiful that we can find areas and avenues within the greater church that can assist us. Why reinvent the wheel? You know, why reinvent the wheel in, in what we're doing today with the unbound? Uh, you know, so it's great to have the experts that are here to teach us, to empower us, and so that we can take, again, what we are learning here uh, back into our communities. Again, the number to call for Straight Talk to talk to Father Tim Buren is 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two, or you can go onto our Facebook page, the RPR Facebook page. Post your question there. Again, the number to call is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. And Matt, it looks like we have Phil on Facebook. How does one encourage family members to come back to the church when they feel ashamed and not good enough to return? So Great question. It's a phenomenal question. And what stuck me stuck with me right away was that word ashamed. You know, shame is not of our heavenly Father. Shame is of the evil one. So we have to um, help them uh, get beyond that shame. So first of all, to um, to enter into their lives. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, by loving them, it doesn't mean that we agree with everything they're doing. It doesn't mean that we um, are honoring where they are at in their life. But nevertheless, we have to reach out to them with that love and the compassion of Jesus. And once they are received and, and that trust is built between us and them, then we are able to move further on for that healing that can take place. You know, if we just go out to somebody right away that has wandered from the church and we say, you know, like, well, you need to go to confession or, or you know, I haven't seen you at Mass lately. That's 
that's not going to heal. And that shame is going to even get deeper and deeper. Again, that's where the evil one is at with the lie. So to encourage family members, you know, just again, to reach out to them with, with that love and that compassion and that mercy and, um, and to remind them that every single person that comes to mass every single Sunday is a sinner including the priest, the lector, the servers, the organist, the choir, the greeters, the ushers. All of us are. And the reason we are there is because we need redemption. And we need to know the mercy and love of a Heavenly Father who still sees us despite that sin as a beloved son or a beloved daughter. You know, the devil, he, as we have heard uh, it said before, the devil, he knows our name, and yet he is going to identify us by our sin. That's where the shame is. God, our Heavenly Father, he knows our sins. He knows everything that we have done, and yet he is still going to call us by our name. It's important then that we reach out to those that are estranged or lost or, or feel ashamed in any way, and then to really, in the person of, of Jesus Christ as the modern-day disciple, to reach out, Matt. Absolutely. I, I, I think... You, you were painting a picture of true accompaniment in that we we who are in the church who perhaps come, would go to Mass every Sunday, we need to have that that paradigm in our mind of this constant reminder, I am a sinner. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Lord, you know, that, that what was the, the Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Absolutely. And that's, that should be the prayer of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that should, that should color everything that we do and all of our interactions with those within the church and those who maybe have strayed from it or are new to it. Uh, just with, with, that, with that recognition that we're all on the same path. Beautiful. Thanks to all who called in or who wrote in with your questions for Straight Talk. Remember that this segment is on at 9.30 Central Time every Monday through Friday. Up next, he raises sheep and... He's a priest. Stay tuned to hear who this good shepherd is. And later in the show, get ready to tour fun events for the whole family on our 10-minute tour. This is Father Tim Buren. I'm Matt Wilkham. And we're broadcasting live from St. John Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota, the site of the Unbound Conference. Stay tuned for more great interviews right here on Real Presence Live. <laughs> 